I felt the wind of the bird flap near my head. That scared the bejesus out of me. I also hit record, by the way. Oh, fuck. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I felt, I felt like we were having some good energy with that bird flying by my head. I mean, that makes sense. So <laughs> I, I heard the, wind, the wingy <laughs> flappy flaps, and I was like, am I, am I finally going to die? Like, what's... <laughs> Let's let's record this for posterity. That's that's when you hit record. You have to capitalize on what's going on. That's just don't fucking haunt me if you die. Okay, no promises. Fuck, that's rude. Just what's going on. So we're doing a little something different today. Uh, we're having a little bit of a COVID scare in the household, <laughs> and I don't want Zoe in the house, which is very nice. And I also don't want to be in someone else's house to record. So we're doing yep. it outside. Yeah. So everything is like nice and pretty. And breezy. And it's it's actually really nice. This gets good fall October day, little, spooky season day. It's a little moldy on this outdoor, yeah stuff. I mean, I wasn't gonna say it, but it's all right. Yeah, it is what it is. It's just it's just nature. It, it adds some character. Right? <laughs> <laughs> adds a little bit of um, character. Yeah. Sure. Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's like accurate or not, but that's what I said. I don't know. So we're outside today. Yeah. We're recording on the back patio, so just so we can just. Stay breezy, stay yeah. open. Zoe doesn't have to come in the house because yeah. I don't know. My dad said he tested negative, but it's just I would just rather play safe. Safety and security, and I would like to not get the Rona, please. So yeah, you know, it is what it is. It, you wouldn't fare too well. No, so I might die. Yes. So. so we're just gonna just gonna play it safe. We need to do a recording. Woo! But we need to play it safe. Yes. So we're just gonna do it outside. So if yes. you hear a bird bird chirp, yeah, or maybe the wind rustle, I turn uh-huh. the gain down so hopefully it doesn't catch yeah. anything. Hopefully you don't hear any of that, but if you do, just like accept us in the mess that we are. We want to keep bringing you the content, <laughs> <laughs> the mess that we, the mess that this fucking world is in right now. I mean, yeah, is more of the yeah reason why. I feel like people are more apt to like excuse their mess as a result of the mess of, that is life of, of what's around us. Yes, so we're just rolling with the punches. Yeah, so exactly. Today's an outside podcast day, yeah. and it was a little bit of a bitch to set up, but here we are. Here we are. It's not terrible. I need to take a picture of this before, it's functional. Yes. before we pack it all up. Agreed. We're going to take a picture of this at the end. So get all of its characteristics. Oh, it's, and I also had to pick mess. up that 100-pound rock Yeah, she did. Thing. I'm going to... We'll, we'll show you a picture of this beautiful rock, rock thing. Table that weighs... It, it doesn't really look like a rock until you, like, pay attention it to it. Yeah, oh. and then it's, it's obviously a rock. Until <laughs> you pick it up and it's heavier than shit. Yeah. Because the top of it kind of looks like a like a tree. It's also a characteristic... Yeah. It's, yeah, see? It looks like a big tree thing, but it's not. It's a rock. It's, it's a, a fucking it's, rock. Well, it's sitting on a tree? That's true. That's probably why I assumed it was a tree. Yeah. But it's not a tree. It's a rock. Yes. So we're outside recording Woo. to keep the content flowing. Um, keep bringing you guys the stuff that you want to keep hearing, apparently. Yeah. All so. 30 of you, I think. Yeah. About 30, 30 something. 30 Thank- something. It's, it's nice it's, to it's a meet all of you. Outside? Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. We have it's, some international listeners, and I'm very pleased all of you are here. That's cool, too. That makes me very happy. You know what doesn't make me happy? I'm about to. Tall people. Really? I got... So You're not that short. I, I know, but when your brother's six foot two... Oh. I just have to tell this one story, then we can I do, we I can do, do the podcast. I do forget that Ben's quite tall. Ben is super tall, so okay. I went and visited my brother over the weekend. Which is not where you got the Rona scare from, which no. is fucking funny No, actually, but <laughs> people in North Carolina wear masks more... Than here in I'm not Tennessee, surprised. and We're I'm not surprised either. In the middle either. of buttfuck nowhere, so well, even in Nashville, we there, people were not wearing masks no. as much as bumfuck North Carolina, where I was at. I was well, in Durham. Shit. That wasn't bumfuck. So, oh, well, um, here we are. People were wearing more masks, so that yeah. was really cool. That like, even though I went to the store to get some stuff, yeah, uh, people were wearing masks. I only fine. saw one person with it under their nose. Whoa, dick, dick nosing their mask. One person. Jesus. Yes. 
I see at least like okay, so like of course I work in retail yeah. as everyone is aware. Right. And we don't like all the employees have to wear masks. It's mandated for us, mm-hmm. but for our customers, the company's too shit scared to like yeah, it's ex- make it's it happen. Suggested. Right. So like we have the sign on the door that like in small print says customers don't have to wear masks but like so we try to trick them Ugh. which is great mm-hmm. but probably like maybe 10 percent of people actually wear a mask and even then like i would say maybe five percent of that 10 percent wear it correctly so i'm just, impressed just because you're wait how does how does the jingle go just because you're over it doesn't mean it's over just yeah just I mean, because you're over the pandemic doesn't mean it's over correct something like that yeah i was saying it all weekend so here we are makes sense yeah so that was cool going to north carolina and it's a blue state though yeah, so that, that makes more sense because science is kind of real I sometimes think... you know if you believe in it i believe in gravity i want to slam my head on that <laughs> rock table every time someone's like believe in science okay so <laughs> i go out there and i do this every single time and mm-hmm. it makes me mad because i don't think of it until i go to do it oh, no. and i'm like fuck tall people so ben's oh. ben's six foot two and savannah's five ten yeah the apartment that they have they're gonna make beautiful tall babies tall babies um beautiful they specifically bought this apartment for the vaulted ceilings for their tall asses oh that makes sense actually so very smart <laughs> and then the cabinets are huge i feel like a f- i'm five five which is still above the average female height really yeah oh i think it's like five four is the average okay so you're just barely over mm-hmm. shut up <laughs> <laughs> so i'm average i'm about average height for a woman okay um so i'm in the apartment and everything just feels so much fucking taller even the cabinets and everything. Mm-hmm. So the one thing that like really pissed me off, and this ha- this happens to me every time I go into the bathroom to get a Q-tip, mm-hmm. and in their bathroom they have these wooden blocks that yeah. are like the shelves, right? So you can put like you mount the little block thing up on the wall, so yeah. you can put stuff in it, and then you put stuff on top of the block. They put it all the way up the wall that I have to climb on the bathroom counter to get the Q-tips. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life and I need a picture of that. Please. I didn't get a picture of it. I'm so sad. I'll have Savannah get a picture of it and send it to me. Because I walked in, I was like, oh, I'm going to get the Q-tips. I know exactly where they are. And I walk in and I have to like tilt my head backwards and be like, motherfucker. That's so funny. (sighs) Tall people are the best. Yes. I love tall people. No. Oh, my no, God. No, I love tall people. So mad. That's great. Well, they're great for when it's like, hey, get the thing. But you know what they also don't have in their house? Because they don't need it because they're tall. A fucking step stool. So when I need to reach shit, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't think about that, did you? <laughs> That's the best thing. I mean, we also don't have a step stool but in our Gary's house. Gary's 5'11". 10, 11. Yeah. yeah so. I'm 5'7". He's 5'11". He's just a little bigger, bigger than me. Yeah. I was taller than him on our wedding day because I wore three-inch heels. It was really funny. He's lanky, though, so he can reach the stuff. So, so anyways, so I went up there, and I have have one more thing. Oh, you're good. This is great. (laughs) We haven't even got to talk about this. Oh, no, I didn't tell you about my ventures out there. No, we have to talk about that They don't eat, so so I weight lift, right? Mm -hmm. So I eat a lot of food. Right. I eat like like a fucking dumpster fire, and I still have abs. I have no idea how this is happening. Sorcery. Devil magic. I don't know. It's part of your female disease. I, <laughs> I literally, I'm like, I'm cramping, and I'm like the little goblin in my head's like, female disease. Uh-huh. So you're welcome. So they don't eat as much as I do. So the first mm-hmm. day that they were home, and I was there, I'm like, I want to eat. I want to eat. <laughs> I wanted to eat three times in a day, yeah. and they like had breakfast, and they're like, we're stuffed. How do you want? food and i'm like right. feed me bitch like i'm not <laughs> gonna stop complaining until you get me zaxby's yeah we all get zaxby's and it was like two o'clock uh-huh. six o'clock rolls around i'm like 
hey, I'm hungry. <laughs> it's been hours. What right. you mean? And so they're like, we're so stuffed, blah, blah, blah. And so fi- and they're like, we don't want to. I'm like, I don't fucking think so. Too you, bad. You, so sad. You promise me ramen motherfuckers get in the car. So we end up getting ramen at like eight o'clock. And of Jesus. course, even though they were bitching, they were stuffed. They both ate their whole bowls of ramen. Right. Because when you eat a healthy amount of times... You're, you're right and that's right. what I kept telling them I was like you guys aren't eating enough no you guys are not eating enough so <sighs> I kept aggravating them like I would be like an hour like, I'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> they were getting so mad at me well I mean that's the trick like if you're pissed off that you're not losing the weight you're supposed to make sure you're eating your three meals a day right. with adequate calories you, otherwise you your body goes, goes into starvation mode correct and then is like we're gonna hold on to everything, everything. <laughs> so if you yeah so that's so that's the thing so i kept telling them like you guys are not the ones eating enough so we got into a fight about that oh <laughs> and, and they were like they got they, real like mad. not like real mad but they were like we are not eating like that again tomorrow and they're like you are on your own and i was like i mean there's hot dogs in the freezer whatever <laughs> i mean i'll do what i want i was like i made like two whole things of fucking queso i know what i mean for the my brother's lactose intolerant <laughs> and he hates so much queso <laughs> so the thing the thing that actually like made my fucking weekend is it was their only weekend off together in like a month so they were putting together ikea furniture in one of the bedrooms to make like a gaming room hell yeah dressing makeup room for savannah so they put two, two desks together and so ben's like hey can you help me like um organize these desks or like uh, mm-hmm. measure these desks so they're even and it looks pretty and clean and neat and i yeah. look at them and i go no but it it's one of those things where it's a sibling joke of like no i'm oh, not gonna fucking okay. help you i was like what i've literally been doing this to him for 26 years and 26 yeah. years later he still has no idea i'm fucking joking oh. that he every single time is like can you help me i'm like no go fuck yourself <laughs> as i'm getting out of the chair to go help like like i'm getting i'm like no like how you do to me i'm like Poor hey, can sweet you? Man. and you're like no fuck you and i'm like i know you're joking yeah literally yeah he i tell him no yeah, as you're standing up. As I'm up. getting up, and he's like, are oh. you an asshole, or are you just <laughs> fucking with me? I'm like, why can't it be both? And he goes, I seriously cannot tell when you're joking with me. I was like, we have been siblings for 26 years, and you still you still don't know when I tell you no, I'm joking? Is he just one of those people that can't read, like, sarcasm I so good? I think so. Okay. I think so, because it's, it's every time I will tell him no, yeah. but of course I'm gonna help him. Yeah. Like I'm, like I'm not being. I, I do it to him so much that he I would. Should know. He should know yeah. better. And I'm like, I'm a little like, I don't know if to like feel good that you can't catch on to my humor yeah. or just feel bad for you. I don't yeah. know. My favorite thing when when that happens and people get upset, I'm like, who hurt you? Who hurt you? What's wrong? Why? Why? <laughs> Bless it. Oh my gosh. So that that was a fun weekend of non- I'm so glad. nonstop eating food and then telling him, No, I'm not gonna fucking help you as I'm literally walking up to go Standing help up him. To go yeah. help, yeah. Ten but, out of ten. So that was a that was a fun trip. I didn't not I didn't do drive. anything this weekend. I'm I did sorry. homework. That was it. This past weekend. That's all I did. Because it's midterm week this week. So Oh yeah. Yeah, I actually have to go recording. home and take two midterms. What's up? You're a better person for it. Ha 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 ha. I mean, I've been there, done that. Yeah. So like, yeah. I was about to say, I mean, you've done your time. I've done my time. Your dues are paid. My seven and a half years. <laughs> yep. I hope it doesn't take me that long. It won't, because you're not going for a master's. That's true. That's true. And you probably won't be fucked over by one of your professors. Yeah. Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> Wee! That's you, a story for another day. <laughs> but you want to know what is a story for this day? For today? Yes. Spooky stories. <gasps>
All right, flip that. Oh, flip the coin. It's in my hand. Yeah, I was about to say you're holding it. I'm flip just, that floor quarter. I'm just in a whole another element sitting out here. I'm I'm a little uncomfortable, and I probably sit like this for another like 40 minutes. Oh no! What do you want? Uh, booty. It's on booty. <laughs> <laughs> you just flip that thing like across you just said booty and just like not even like fucking breaking eye contact was just like fuck you (laughs) just flipped it and it It luckily landed on tails the metal metal chair yeah hence that spooky noise you heard was just the the chair the chair so here we are not inside we're outside all right so okay we're outside tell me zoe what we will you you will be discussing today let me tell you all about it so this is going to be like, this is really interesting to me as far as, like, the, the history is concerned and then, like, the spooky stories as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it is called Eastern State Penitentiary, which is, I'm sure, very recognizable to most of our listeners. It is located at 2027 Fairmount Avenue between Corinthian Avenue and North 22nd Street in the Fairmont section of the city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So it's, okay, so we're talking about East Eastern State, State Penitentiary. Penitentiary in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yes. Okay. I may also just call it ESP from here forward because it's easier to say than quicker. Eastern State Penitentiary. Yes. I'm okay with that. So Hit me. What's, some fun facts what's up about before it? we get super into this. It's considered one of the most haunted places in the world. Not necessarily due to the amount of stuff, uh-huh. like the, the variety of stuff, uh-huh. but due to the frequency of the stuff. I don't like that. You're welcome. No. Oh, so oh, so this is another one of those places that it's like daytime. Hopping all the time. Daytime is go time? Yes. Ugh. All day, every day, man. It was open for 142 years. Functional for 142 years. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like yes. functioning as a penitentiary. Correct. Okay, okay. In that time frame, two guards were killed, 50 inmates committed suicide, and over a dozen were murdered. Jesus. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of bad okay, shit so to happen. No coming, wonder it's so fucking happened. We're, we're coming right out the gate with Yeah, with, we're with going garbage. fucking hard. Okay. So the way I organized this this week is it's kind of in like time frame, like timeline. Okay. Um, so there's going to be some spooky stuff like interspersed in with the parent or with the uh, history stuff. So okay. just get ready. So in 1776, Damn. the foundation of our country. Yeah, I was like, that's a number I should know. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's relevant <Oops>. somehow. <laughs> Uh, Walnut Street Jail was built to relieve overcrowding in Philadelphia's Old Stone Jail. Prisons in the early days of the country were basically like big pens where any and everybody was thrown in there. It didn't matter men, women, children, oh. everybody. Like petty theft, murderers, rapists, all of them just thrown into a big pen. Oh. Right. That doesn't seem like a great idea, That's does it? not okay. So... In 1787, Benjamin Rush founded the Philadelphia Society for Alleviating the Miseries of Public Prisons. That's a long ass name. What a fucking name. Correct. What a, like, real specific. There's no question of what that society is (laughs) about. Everyone knows. So that was the the first prison reform group in the world. Mm -hmm. Benjamin Franklin actually joined the group in August of 1787. And the group still survives today, but is now called the Pennsylvania Prison Society. Okay. Okay. In 1790, a quote-unquote penitentiary house with 16 single-person cells was built onto that jail, which is why that jail is relevant, okay. as an experiment with day and night solitary confinement. Ugh. So that's where it fucking yeah. started Correct. in the States. Unfortunately, with 1790 and just continued. Mm. So... 
1821, the Philadelphia Society for Alleviating the Miseries of Public Prisons <laughs> had been lobbying for a new jail and Eastern State Penitentiary was approved. It would hold 250 inmates in that style of single person solitary confinement cell. Jesus. Four architects submitted different designs for the prison and the winner, the winner was John Holland. That he guy. created a beautiful gothic style for the outside of the penitentiary. Oh, so it was, it was like pretty? a big castle. Oh. It's it's a really imposing building. Oh, like, what? Very much so. It, uh, I'll like show you a picture looming? of it. Like, like, yes. Okay. It's very big. It's very gothic. It's spooky. Uh, it's I really like it. Okay. I like of the, course you the do. facade. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. With those black nails. Woo! I do. Spooky. I painted my nails black for spooky season. Spooky season. So like pretty much the entirety of October, they're going to be black nails, and I'm so excited. Do it. In 1822, construction begins, and John Holloman oversees it. Uh, it was built with kind of a central hub and then spokes going out, and the spokes were the cell blocks. Okay. Uh, is kind of how it looks. I'll show you a picture of that, and I'll post that on Twitter as well. Eventually. Uh, eventually, when you hear this, someday. Uh. In 1829, legislation spe- uh, specifying, quote, separate or solitary confinement at labor is passed. So people believed during that time period that crime was a result of your environment. So solitude would help criminals become regretful and penitent, <laughs> hence the term penitentiary. Oh, mm-hmm. fun okay. fact. Fun fact. And this is actually the first penitentiary in the world. Any other penitentiary was grafted based off of Eastern State. That sucks. Yeah. That's a big. That's it sucks big. Sucks big. <laughs> you know, big, big suck. Uh, <laughs> this theory became known as the Pennsylvania system. Of course. Plans were finalized to prohibit all contact between prisoners, mm. including masks to cover inmates' heads when they were moved from their cells to another area of the prison. Jesus, fuck. This process was called bagging. So they literally would, like, their heads were bagged whenever they had to go anywhere. That's awful. Yep. As soon as you stepped onto the grounds and you went through intake, they put a bag on your head to get you to yourself. So you could not interact, see anybody. So that's cool. That's how you don't right. help that's somebody. <laughs> yeah, it gets worse. In October of 1829, Eastern State Penitentiary is opened and accepts its first inmates. Each cell was designed with wooden floors, high arched ceilings to mimic a th- uh, chapel with a round skylight called a dead eye. There was also a small door in the back of the cell that opened into a small walled exercise yard, a private exercise yard. Yeah, that said, they're not allowed to interact with each other. Correct. Each exercise yard was not much bigger than the cell itself. Oh, okay. The, okay. It was walled in, but it was open to the sky. Okay. So you could go out in your little exercise yard and just look up. Oh, so every every cell had mm-hmm. their one own private, private little. Okay, so they mm-hmm. still were not engaging. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Okay. There was no door from the main corridor into the cells. The only way to enter was through the exercise yard. So they would put you in the exercise yard and you'd have to crawl through a hole, like a little hole door thing, uh, to go into your cell. What the fuck is this building? Uh, Penitentiary, my man. That's some bullshit. Correct. The last time I crawled through a hole was to play racquetball and that was bullshit. Yeah. All all of it sounds like (laughs) trash. It just sounds like garbage. Ooh. The cells were almost church-like because they wanted inmates to sit and think about what they did and beg God for forgiveness to reach that penitent state of mind. Doors were, of course, later added to the cells in the 1850s. Oh, gee, like 100 fucking years later. Woo! 80. Math. Not even 29 to 50. 
1829 to 1850. Oh, oh. Ah, like 21. Oh, okay. You're fine. All right. I've still got 1776 stuck in my head. <laughs> Oops. That's okay. Oops. Don't worry okay, about it. Okay, go ahead. Inmates would spend 23 hours a day inside their cells. They would get two 30-minute breaks to go outside to their little exercise yard. Oh, my God. And that was it. Oh, my God. At its completion, the prison, prison penitentiary, whatever, uh, was surrounded by 30-foot-high walls, concrete walls, that extended 10 feet down below the surface. So they were 40 feet high, but only you can only see 30 feet. Holy shit. And that was to help prisoners not escape. Not go, yeah. not tunnel. Not dig under. So that's fun. That's wild. In 1831, Block 3 is completed, and it was the last of the, like, single first floor cell blocks. Mm -hmm. Work begins on cell blocks 4, 5, 6, and 7, which are all second story cell blocks. Also, in 1831, the first female prisoner was accepted. So they had not just men, also women, which that's kind of of wild. I wasn't expecting that to be a thing. So did they not get to go like shower they would but they would be taken with bags over their heads individually uh mm-hmm. okay yeah okay. awful yeah it's still Absolutely bad awful. it's still bad it's still bad it's still all bad it doesn't get better okay uh just gets worse in 1836 the original prison was finally completed it covered 11 acres with state-of-the-art plumbing sewage and 450 cells total at this point in time, it had cost $773,000 and was one of the most expensive buildings Pricey. in the country Yeah, and was the biggest building in the country. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Damn. that's so fancy. We really like our prisons. We really... You Woo. said it. You said it. I did. You're okay. welcome. All right. In 1842, Charles Dickens visits the U.S. to see Niagara Falls, an eastern state of all places, because that's where I want to go on a holiday. Because I want to see a fucking penitentiary when I'm visiting... Like a like usable like in use penitentiary, not like I'm visiting this for historical value, but like <sighs> oh look at all the people in their cells, they're so sad. <laughs> okay. He later stated quote The system is rigid, strict, and hopeless solitary confinement, and I believe it in its effects to be cruel and wrong. Good. It He's is a wrong. Smart man. It is wrong. It's fucking terrible. It's the one of the worst things I can imagine happening. Like Yeah. Ugh. Because people during this time period who would get sent to prisons, it wasn't like the life sentence hadn't been created in the 1800s, right? So you would do something and you would go to prison for, you know, a couple of weeks, months, whatever. A lot of people would go crazy. Just in that short period of time. Right. But I mean, that which explains why there's over 50 suicides. Like, and, and then they get sent to the Trans-Allegheny and Lunatic Asylum. All in one. Wow. One stop shop. We- uh, <laughs> not okay <laughs> i can't stop oh right. god oh, i have to make jokes or i'll cry in 1877 four new cell blocks are constructed in the space between the currently existing cell blocks oh my god so they're just building this boy up they love yeah they do love their fucking jails Woo. penitentiaries okay in 1911 cell block 12 is completed it is wedged between cell block six and seven and it looks very different it has three floors with 40 cells each. There are no skylights. You know, how the rest right. of them had their skylights. Yeah. These have narrow windows in each cell. Okay. In 1913, the Pennsylvania system of confinement is abandoned at Eastern State. This was due, of course, to the high number of inmates who were going crazy or killing themselves. 
gee, I wonder why, but let's just keep doing it. Uh, wild. Uh, in July, or excuse me, in 1923, female prisoners are completely removed from the penitentiary. Okay, good. And moved to an all-female prison. Right. In July of that year, Leo Callahan and five accomplices with pistols scale the east wall and escape. They had taken guards hostage and stolen their weapons. Okay. Um, I believe one inmate was killed, or one, uh, one guard. guard was killed at that mm. point. In 1924, inmates were allowed to eat together in groups in the dining halls for the very first time. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. The first time. 1924. <sighs> 1924. Woo. In 1926, cell block 14 begins construction. The Ah. penitentiary intended to only hold 250 inmates now held 1,700. So they had started doubling up on cells. Yeah, I was about to say, Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're going to start murdering each other now. (laughs) Uh, I don't like them when you laugh like that. uh, You shouldn't. (laughs) There was a gentleman, uh, I say gentleman, uh, there was a dick bag who... Who ran this cell block? His okay. name was Warden Herbert Hardboiled Smith. Was his nickname? Hard, was Hardboiled? Hardboiled, like an egg, like I don't an know. egg. Yeah, here we are. It's a fucking stupid name. <laughs> it's a real fucking stupid name for a bitch ass man. Uh, he ran this block with an iron fist. Only really awful offenders went to him, like as a this guy's nutso. We're only gonna send the really shitty people who deserve it to him, okay. right? Because that makes sense. So he pretty much just fucking tortured him, dude. Like. Uh, he he had like a list of things to do if you misbehaved. The first one was just to starve you, which is the Ooh. lightest of the five. Ooh, that's okay. Uh-huh. For me, that's um, the worst. But go ahead. Number two, uh, he would give you a water bath, which was a favorite in wintertime. Uh, he would chain people to a wall naked and douse them in freezing water and leave them overnight. That could kill somebody. They A lot of people died. Yeah. Yep. Which is just the the second lightest thing that could happen. What the fuck? Um, Number three was the mad chair. You would be strapped to a chair so tightly you could not physically move. Any part of your body you could not move. Like all toes, all fingers, your head. I mean, you could probably wiggle your toes until your circulation got cut off because they were so tight. Which is the only time they would release people or loosen the straps is when people were suffering like their fingers were going to fall off because they were strapped so tight. They would be left there for days, just sitting in their own filth. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, so that one's cool. Um, what a dick bag. Basically. Uh, number four was called The Hole, which was underneath cell block 14. It was just a pit, a big pit, like Silence of the Lambs pit, like just dug straight down. Okay. And it was rat and roach infested, of course. Um, <sighs> it was very dirty. There was obviously not a bathroom. Right. Uh, you would receive a cup of water and a slice of bread every other day to make every sure you didn't die. Every other day. Mm-hmm. There was no light because it's underneath a cell block. There was an inmate that I read about that noted that a fellow inmate was in the hole for almost 30 consecutive days. And when he came out, he was almost completely blind. Yeah, because you have to have light. You got to use your eyeballs to yep. keep them. Did it, did it say, I'm just slightly mm. curious and kind of want to almost want to think about something else how, mm. how how was the pit accessed if it was under the cell block though i am assuming they would probably lower you down with a rope yeah, but, and, or pull you out with a rope but like no, no no like not how you got into the pit mm. how was the pit accessed does that make sense like the opening it does. it does so 
every cell block had a basement. Okay, okay. Uh, just because w- uh, they were all heated with boilers. Mm. So the boiler, like, each each section had, like, a boiler room okay. for, like, running water. Basement. So that's just how they got down okay, there. Okay, so the pit was in the basement. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, just awful. It doesn't get better. This is the worst one, and I might cry. Uh, Don't cry. It's called the Iron Gag. This one was used more consistently during, like, times where talking was not a thing that you were supposed to do. Okay. So, if you... This punishment was also... You can tell I'm uncomfortable because I'm stuttering. Sorry, everyone. Uh, If you talk to other people, this was, like, a a favorite thing that they would do to you. Um, They would put an iron collar around your tongue that had a chain running from your tongue to your wrists that were tied behind your back. And there was a razor blade on the bottom of the collar underneath your tongue. Um, So any movement of your arms, shoulders, any of that stuff would move the razor blade and cut your tongue. A lot of people who got this punishment actually bled to death because they would cut their tongue. Um, It's actually noted in some places that some inmates intentionally went out of their way to find someone else to talk to so they could get this punishment to kill themselves because death was better than Eastern State Penitentiary. Oh my fucking... I've been silent because my jaw has been open. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So, uh, there's pictures online. I don't want to see them. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I just want to... Anybody who wants to know what that is, just Google... um, Iron Iron gag. Gag. Iron gag. Okay. Eastern State Penitentiary. So, moving right along. Let's go ahead. Tell me, tell me the next thing. Well, here, here's something that's kind of interesting. As the, like, another fun fact, as it were. Um, uh, not so fun fact. As the penitentiary was built up in floors, mm-hmm. uh, they left it open in the center. So, like, you could see if you're standing on the third floor, like, you could look straight down and see the floor of the first floor. Okay. Like, so, guards, like... Th- <laughs> The walkway between, I'm talking with my hands, the walkway between, like, like there's that open area, and then there's, like, this little catwalk with, that, like, the cell doors are on one side, and then just the opening to the, all the way down to the bottom okay. is on the other. And it was such a small space that some inmates figured out they could put their hands through the bars and push the guards <gasps> over, um, which happened. So, as a result of that, when you visit Eastern State Penitentiary today, there is like iron bars across those openings. So you can still see down. But if you go over the railing, you're not going to fall to your death. You hit the bars. So that's really interesting. I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, gosh. Don't hit the iron chair. Woo. Okay. In 1929 through 1930, Al Capone spent eight months. That motherfucker. Here. Yeah. He was that in, was he, five years before Alcatraz opened and he was and he went there. He was so. there. Interesting. I think Alcatraz is actually looking better than this fucking place. Pretty much anything looks better than this fucking place. Okay. Cap- uh, Capone's cell was actually described in the Philadelphia Public Ledger. Quote, The whole room was suffused in the glow of a desk lamp, which stood on a polished desk. Mm-hmm. On the once grim walls of the, pen- uh, the penal chamber hung tasteful paintings, and the strains of waltz were being emitted by a powerful cabinet radio receiver of handsome design and fine finish. He gets to decorate his cell no mm-hmm. matter where he goes. Correct. Which is wild. Which is wild. Because in Eastern State Penitentiary, like, all they had, they weren't allowed any reading material in their rooms except a Bible. That was it. They weren't ex- They weren't allowed to have any, like, 
posters or anything on the walls. The only thing they could have is their Bible, the bed, then that's it. Yeah. That's all. So the fact that he got like this lavish shit, like, excuse me. Excuse me, Al Capone over here. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Rude boy. He was, fun fact, in cell block eight, cell one. Let's go. Woo. I'm ready. I am so ready to go to this place. You don't even know. You said it's in Philly? Yeah. Let's fucking go. Okay. I want to go so It's not too far away. It's really not terrible. It's really not terrible. This is actually the first mention of a haunting, too. Like in history? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, So Al Capone was involved in the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, where seven men were gunned down. And as a result of his involvement, he is haunted, or was haunted during that time period, by a gentleman named James Clark, or Jimmy. Okay. So Capone would wake up every single night in a cold sweat, screaming, yelling, telling Jimmy to leave him alone. So guards are the ones that are saying this happened. So guards are outside the cell. They hear him waking up, freaking the fuck out. Screaming. Screaming. Leave me alone. Telling Jimmy, Jimmy, leave me alone. Jimmy, I'm so sorry I didn't mean to kill you. I'm sorry you died. Like, leave oh me the fuck alone. Oh my fucking God. It got so bad, Capone apologized. Like, excuse me? No. <laughs> That's wild. All right, let's move on to eight, 1933. A riot broke out due to insufficient recreational facilities, overcrowding, and just general boredom from the inmates. Fires were set and other things were destroyed. Yeah, because when I'm bored, I want to start a riot. <sighs> Woo! That's a great song. In 1934, <laughs> another riot broke out because things hadn't been fixed. Sound, then in, yeah, sounds yeah, about right. Yeah, that yeah, sounds correct. Okay. Then in 1940, Eastern State became a maximum security facility only with inmates serving sentences, life sentences, and then death sentences. Inmates started reporting during this time shadows. And the guards were also reporting shadows that they would see run down the hallway. Uh. They would chase after them. They would get to the end of, like, the shadow would turn the corner. They would turn the corner and nobody was fucking there. Uh. Shadows would slide over the walls and down <laughs> doors and across floors. No. Uh, you know what? It, no. You <laughs> know I fucking hate it when it slithers up the walls <laughs> and on the ceilings, uh-uh, on the floor. Okay. When it goes on the walls. Them slithery out, boys. Out the window. Here we go. Goodbye. The, the I mean, you can't eat yourself out these windows. They have bars on them. Real hard. <laughs> <laughs> Real hard bars. <laughs> they ironed. <laughs> In 1945, 12 men escaped through a tunnel that barely went past the wall. It went right out onto the street. Where they most got of these, Yeah, most of these 12 men were caught in minutes. One made it two whole hours. Idiot. He could have <laughs> made it. <laughs> he was doing so good. In 1953, uh, ESP becomes a or became the State Correctional Institution at Philadelphia, or SIFA, which is really funny. Dumb. I think it's really silly, but here we are. In 58, it became a historical property. It was still in use, but it became a historical property. Mm-hmm. In 61, the cell blocks started to disintegrate just because they'd been in use for so long Damn. and hadn't been super upkept well. Okay. In 61. Okay. John Klausenberg, that's the name, tricks a guard into opening another inmate's cell because he's like, oh, no, he's like something's happened to him. You need to check on him. Uh And nothing fucking happened to him. Right. So he opens the door. Both of them overpower the guard. Okay. And start the largest riot in the penitentiary's history. Okay. It took hours for it to be stopped. This is where a lot of inmates and guards were killed. Okay. A large force of combined police, 
guards and state troopers had to come in to reclaim the prison. Whoa. Yeah. Like, they went fucking hard. Like, outside forces had to come yeah. in. Yeah. It was bad. Wild. And then in... And that that actually resulted in people wanting the penitentiary to be closed for good. Because if they couldn't maintain what they were supposed to be doing, which is keeping people under control. Right. Then it shouldn't be, be in a thing. function. Yep. So then in 1970, Eastern State Penitentiary closes for good. Thank God. From 70 to 1991. So 1970 to 1991, it was abandoned until funding was acquiesced to restore it. Today, there are night tours of the building. It hosts a Halloween event every year, (laughs) which is not happening this year, of course. Fuck you. Uh, It contains the work of artists and it is a museum and has lots of like museum exhibits. And they actually, their tagline is not so much about the hauntings it's Mm. more about reforming prisons and being more humane to people that are in there because jesus what the fuck but like in a good way not in a fucking sit by yourself and stare at the sky kind of way you know and pray to your god yeah Ugh. so now we get into the haunting please tell me there's so fucking many dude tell me okay so everywhere in the prison people will hear footsteps they'll hear wails whispers keys jingling Ooh, that one gets me that one an overwhelming sense of dread and sadness is just blanketed everywhere people will feel taps on their shoulder and when they turn around nobody's there Blech. they'll hear cell doors slamming closed <laughs> you'll visitors report when they visit they're fine and then like a day later they're very sick so that happens Excuse which me? is kind of fucking that's wild. fucking nuts Blech. so Tell me. The ones that are the cell blocks that I want to go over. Okay. Cell block four. Faces will appear in front of you. Like flash, like you'll blink. There's a face right in front of your face. You'll blink and it's gone. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, ma'am. So that's fun. No. Uh, that's fun. <laughs> here is uh, probably the most popular story that I've seen. Like every site that I accessed. Had this, this story. This guy was in it. Tell me. So his name is Gary Johnson. Okay. He is a locksmith for the prison. Okay. He opened a lock on a cell that was over 100 years old. He removed it. Okay. And he says a force gripped him and he was completely unable to move. Oh. He later described it as feeling like he was having an out-of-body experience so he could see himself with this experience happening to him and then he was in his body seeing it happen at the same time whoa which kind of fucked with me because i'm like ooh, astral projection but like oh jesus but at, but so at the same time you're yeah, not like, <laughs> i don't like that Woo. he felt a negative energy explode out of the cell around him looking into the cell he saw faces of tormented men all over the walls Immediately following that, he described it almost as if the walls were melting because there were so many shadowy figures moving and undulating on the walls. Uh. He remembers one full body apparition that he could see full figure scream from the corner, come to me. No. And then full force run at him (gasps) and disappeared like right in front of his face. He could hear hundreds of people yelling, screaming, crying all at once. And that is all of what I have put together because he does not like to fucking talk about it. No. So anybody brings it up, he like clams up, gets really uncomfortable. He might give like a tidbit here or a tidbit there. He doesn't go like he has never told the full story of what happened all in one go. I don't blame him. Yeah, no, me neither, man. What in the fuck? Yeah, he quit right after that. Yeah, I I (laughs) fucking quit life after that. What the fuck? Yeah, so that's fun. Because not only did he see it, Uh he witnessed himself Mm -hmm. seeing. Yeah. 
I'm gonna throw up. You're welcome. You said this wasn't scary. <gasps> Fuck you. <laughs> You're welcome. You dick. So then in cell block six, people will hear cackling. Like, I'm there. And <laughs> I think I was like, why were you there? Fuck off. Because my fucking cackle, my hag cackle, man. Yes, my father coming oh. and being like, you hags. And yeah, fucking he right, though. It's me. It's all me. Mm. So people hear cackling. And then if you ignore the cackling and just like keep doing whatever the fuck you're doing. Excuse me. It yells your name. No. It yells no. your name. Like, pay attention to me, Karen. Like, yells Karen. your name. Karen. <laughs> so it, it'll yell your name. And then once you start like going toward it, it starts cackling again. But the moment you turn around to walk away, it'll say your name again. So that's fun. Eat shit. Fuck Woo. the fuck off. All right. Here is, here's my favorite cell block. Cell block 12. Tell me why it's your favorite. You'll hear a laughter that grows louder and louder as you walk toward it. And like once you get to a certain point, like as you grow closer, it turns into screaming. So it's not laughing and screaming now. Jesus fucking Christ. This is the most active block in the whole prison. Uh-huh. This is why it's my favorite. Almost anyone that goes in has some sort of an experience. It doesn't matter if you're doing a walking tour because they have a pre-recorded tour that they give you like a little tape thing or whatever. Or you can do it on your phone Mm -hmm. that you just click it and it'll like walk you through the thing and tell you about stuff. I actually read the entire thing. That's cool. Online. And it was so cool. I really want to go so bad. So people will experience stuff regardless of what they're doing. Okay. Tour, whatever. Here are some experiences from people who work in the prison. An employee that was working on the haunted house, which is called Terror Behind the Walls, experiences what she, like, what what she said. I'll just read you the quote, because I think that's better than me trying to paraphrase. (laughs) Uh, All of a sudden, in the back area of the room we were in, we started to hear these sounds, like a person was stamping something and then moving a paper over repeatedly. Then we heard the sound of a cup move. She says, these were independent sounds that lasted for 15 seconds apiece. It doesn't seem like that long of a time, but imagine if something is terrifying you. It's pretty fucking long. That's a long time. I literally learned what the word petrified meant. I was frozen stiff. So that's cool. That's, that's cool. That's, that's, that's just like a little baby haunting, like hearing some some spooky noises, right? Yeah, but when you know they're not supposed to be happening, but you right. can clearly, clearly yeah, like identify what it the is. The noise. Fuck. Fuck off. Fuck that. Fuck no. that. Through the iron bars. Here we go. Woo. Out the window. Here's another one. So this employee was also working the haunted house. They actually worked as an actor. They asked the coordinator one evening if they could move spots because they were in cell block 12. And they said, quote, there's a ghost up there. When I was at the edge of the cell block, it looked like a woman was running towards me screaming. And when she got close to me, she turned around and ran back. What? So he moved her. He was like, no big deal. Yep. That's fine. Thank you. Whatever. He didn't think anything of it. He was just like, okay, that's crazy. The next year, a completely different actor described the exact same thing. Oh my fucking god! So, that's kind of that's kind of fun. That's wh- when it happens. The same thing happens yeah. to two separate people. Yeah, two different years. <laughs> okay, throw up. In 2012, okay, an employee was putting something up in storage in cell block 12 to be used later in the year. Mm-hmm. When he was unlocking the gate to get into the cell block, he felt a presence behind him. Like, you know that feeling where you, you just fucking know There's somebody someone is there? There's someone that's really close to your neck that shouldn't yeah. be there. Woo. He says, quote, I knew that everyone else had left the property, so my first suspicion was that some miscreant had secluded themselves away and were up to no good. Apparently, when he turned around, he sees a short man, only five foot four, standing a few He's, feet away from him. That's not short. I'm five five. A man. That's short for a man. 
only five foot four. <laughs> he says, I instantly drew back my fist, ready to strike, heart pumping. Then I realized he was translucent and dressed in Civil War military clothes. Excuse me, sir, what? Then he disappeared. So that's fun. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. He just gone. Okay. Uh, so in that, that was the last uh, story that I got from people who worked there. Uh, the rest of this is Ghost Adventures. Bagel Bites and his boys went back in season two, episode six. Okay. This is, didn't they go there in the beginning? Mm-hmm. And they, that was the only time that they actually ran out of a building? No, it lockdown? wasn't this one. They actually stayed here the whole night. Okay. But Damn. Okay. Wow. That's All right. Okay. So tell You're me. Good. The, okay. You're good. Tell me a thing. So. No, it was a trans Alleghenian one that they ran out of. I don't know. I feel like they did a live episode for that one. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. All right. Move around. I'll do some research and get back to you. Okay. Ooh, so Zach being the dramatic boy that he is in early season two. Zach attack. Yes. He starts the investigation off by carrying around a guard key. What a yell fucking <laughs> douchebag. Jeez. What a telling all of the ghosts that he's going to lock their cells. So just to piss him off. He's such yeah. a douche. Oh, my God. <laughs> He was early on anyway. He's not He's not so bad now. He's kind of mellowed with age. Yes, because and, he learned know, when you taunt, you get possessed. Bad shit happens. Yeah. Just like that preset in season one, Bagel Bites. Ooh. Uh, okay. I remember that. So very quickly, they started hearing knocks, dragging sounds, bangs. They even capture a jail cell opening and slamming all on audio. Oh, on audio. I was about to yeah. say, if this is fucking video, I'm going to scream. I would lose my shit. They hear... They capture some EVPs when they're in some of the cells. One of them says hungry, which could was be a man me? that was being starved. Was it, was, it, it was you, actually. It was <laughs> it was you. You were there. Uh, they also capture get out. Very clearly get out. Ooh. Um, they capture a knocking that responds to Zach. So they're in this room and they hear all these noises and Zach goes, if that's you, knock three, two, one. And then like two seconds passes and then you hear like a triple knock. Like, woo! No, no, oh my god, dude, it's goosebumps, goosebumps, goosebumps. So Zach, of course, is like, oh, it's intelligent. It's an intelligent, sentient. All right, Jesus. Uh, Aaron captures audio of footsteps walking up on him, like he's turned away and he hears them, and he's like, oh, what's happening? You walking up on me, and you literally hear it on the camera, like you hear them walking up to him, and he's like, what's happening? Oh, Jesus. That one spooks me. Outside of the cell that Gary Johnson had his experience, you know, the big scary one? Yes. Uh, Nick captures audio of his name being set. No, Nick. Nick, Nick, Nick. Yeah. Like he's got the EVP recorder going Mm -hmm. and he's just talking, like asking questions and he captures on EVP something saying Nick two separate times. Mm. Like it knows his fucking name. Mm. I don't like that. And then also on EVP, he doesn't hear it with his ears, but he hears unexplained screaming. So they capture that as well. Ugh. So this place is just all the time, 100% just fucking going. Go. So Sounds like a good place for like full yeah. body apparitions. Yes. Yes. Full yes. body apparitions, shadows. Like even when it was being used as a prison, you were still seeing shadows, hearing stuff. Like, yeah. so that's interesting. That's really end? fun. Is that the... That's the end. That you the literally, end okay, you played this down so hard. Did. Yeah. I definitely uh-huh. texted Katie earlier and was like, this one's not that scary. And I was saying, I was like, <laughs> doubt, extra doubt. I know her. She's always like, it's not scary. Fuck you. It's not scary. It's, let me ask. The only thing that got me was the Gary Johnson thing. That's the only thing that like made me real spooked. That's probably the worst thing that's been on here. You're welcome. 
Honestly. One day I'm going to do sleep paralysis demons. Get ready. It's coming. Do we not? No, no, we're going to. Woo. So what are you talking about oh, this week, Katie? Well, I'm like I having thought, a time. I thought mine was pretty rough, but not as bad as yours. So I, Katie, this one had multiple names. So Ooh. it just, uh, it gets called a bunch of different things. But the website calls it the Aradale. Aradale. I'm just going to call it Aradale. Lunatic Asylum. <gasps> so it is a lunatic asylum. And it's oh, in Ararat, Ararat, Australia. Oh, Ararat, Australia. So okay. we're, we're in Australia. I think that's how you pronounce that. I have no fucking clue. I don't know. We have an Australian listener. Tell us if that's right or fucking wrong, it's please. Probably wrong. Please. <laughs> probably wrong. So uh, this this asylum that didn't have much history, maybe it's because I was accessing it on mm. a bunch of um, U.S. websites. Like, that's plausible. And not Australian websites. Yeah. So not, not a whole lot of history. There wasn't really a whole lot of history mm. to it. Okay. It was just kind of quick to the point. So I'm down for that. Mine was 17 years long. So 140 142 years long. Yeah. There's a lot of history. Okay. Is that what you said? Yeah. I know I said 17 years long. Yeah. That's... I don't know why. Here we are. <gasps> Could have done that better. Here what? we are. It's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ooh, no, it's, I'll, I'll, um, you were up late doing your notes, so we'll just talk that's true. to that. Okay. So, Aradell is an asylum built in the town called Ararat, mm. Australia. Okay. So, the asylum was designed to be a city within a city. It's actually... <laughs> massive okay. so the entire compound consists of depending on who you're asking 63 buildings jesus uh one person said 64 one person said 70 but for the, the general fucking... number i got was 63 buildings that's a complex yes it's 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 huge it's covering a oh uh, hundred acres damn so the whole compound at the highest point of operation it had a thousand patients jeez and had 500 staff members living on the compound they did Holy not leave fuck it had its own markets, gardens, or or uh, orchards and vineyards, mm. piggeries, Ooh. <laughs> and other livestock on the grounds of the asylum. So it was self-sustaining okay. city within a city. Yeah. Right? Okay. So it's huge. Uh, fun fact about this place I thought was pretty cool to read about. It had ha-ha walls. I hate that. I don't know what that is, but I don't like it. So um, I couldn't really understand why it was called ha-ha walls. The best explanation I got was half wall, half ditch. So you know how you said in your Eastern State Penitentiary it was 40 feet tall walls? Okay. So it was it because it was a city within a city they didn't want it to look uh, unflattering, Mm. right? They didn't want it to look like a bad place because it even though this place had some bad shit going on, they still try to make it look nice, and it had okay. some nice features yeah. to it. But then, of course, lobotomies, right? So, Woo. how far can we say it's nice? The haha walls is a it's a wall, right? So, mm-hmm. say say for instance, you have we're just going to use uh, ten feet just mm-hmm. just to make the numbers happy. You have a ten foot wall. Yeah. On the side of the wall facing the asylum, the grounds would go up towards the wall. Okay. But then, as it got closer, say like. 10 feet to the wall uh-huh. a ditch was dug out okay so the ditch would actually go to the bottom of the 10 feet of the wall so yeah. when you finally walked up to the wall it was 10 feet up because of the ditch oh on the other side so if you're on the outside of the asylum looking inwards say the ground was going towards the wall yeah. you would only see say four feet of the wall uh-huh because there was no ditch dug out okay so they didn't use giant walls that you would yeah. see so a person looking at the asylum would always be like oh there's only a four foot tall wall oh that's so cute it's just little baby but walls. on the inside of the wall when you actually walked up to it uh-huh. it, was, it was the full 10 feet because of the oh. ditch dug out to the bottom of the wall 
Oh, that's fancy. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's actually I guess. really smart. So that's how they kept the people in and how they kept it actually looking kind of decently pretty. Nice. And not have like barbed wire fences. Okay. Yep. So here we are. Makes sense. So the asylum was created to take the most criminally insane out of the prison system. Okay. And to deal with the growing number of lunatics, uh-huh. quote unquote, in Victoria, Australia. Okay. So I guess at the time there was a... Um, gold rush so mm. there started to become an influx of people into the area i'm so, so sorry obviously it would create yeah more people more issues that come with more people in general so yes it took in mentally ill patients of course uh some of the more notable mental ill i guess issues people were having was postnatal depression and other conditions oh. like epilepsy autism and down syndrome so it was like yeah. the full spectrum they also they did take in a lot of women okay. yeah, during this time course. so there was a like all the buildings they said was like it would be a main a main building mm. and then the left and the right would be like the woman's wing and the men's wing okay so this place did equally take in women children and men, and yeah. men so okay that was cool so general general mental health issues right if you just you know female female disease right i was about to say i mean postpartum depression that's obviously, obviously. a female disease so this this asylum was actually built alongside two other asylums oh. in, in the victoria era but that's oh, okay. just a, that's just a fun fact that okay this so was like a one total. of three asylums Shit, that built. place was hopping right so this place and of course you know australia is mm. where england sent their bad people anyway so Right? Yeah. Yeah. Prior to it being a country. Yeah, a lot of I things. So. Right. So. Yeah. England fucked a lot of us up. <laughs> so, okay. <Whoops>. So. <laughs> so patients would, it was noted on the website mm. that like patients would be admitted for anything. Yeah. Like even if you were homeless, it's like, oh, in the, in the asylum. That sounds went. right. So. Yeah. It operated from 1867 to 1997. <gasps> During this time, there were 13,000 deaths. Whoa. That had taken place on the grounds. It never really Shit. said specific. It didn't go into the specifics of it. That was just the number that was mm. constantly thrown out there. But on average, that would be 100 deaths per year of its operations. Wild. That's so many so people. lobotomies, electroshock therapy, and other experimental treatments, that would be the cause of deaths in this place. <clears throat> so, And then obviously, like, uh, suicide yeah. would obviously be a problem. Uh, restraining jackets were also a common use during the operation. Yeah. So people would just be thrown into a room, and you would also be constrained. Because that's healthy. Right. And safe for everyone. So there was a, to me in my brain, the Uh history of this place, trying to get information about this place didn't Mm -hmm. make sense. So even though there were 63 buildings, Mm -hmm. only two were ever talked about. So there was apparently like a main asylum. Okay. And then there's another building we're going to talk about called the J Ward. So, so, so any, any hauntings Mm -hmm. that I talk about, it's going to take place in either the the main asylum or the J Ward. Okay. So the J Ward at First was not a part of the asylum. Okay. It acted as the first county jail. Oh. So I'm going to shit on myself for a second. As I was doing research, uh-huh. I kept coming across this word spelt G-A-O-L. For about 30 minutes, I was like, I don't understand G-A-O-L. And I was like, it's Australia. We're just going to look past it. But it just kept coming up over and over and over again. I'm like, what is this word? It's jail. G-A-O-L is jail. G J A I L is jail. G I hate the English language <laughs> so fucking much. I was like, Gail. So I, I, it's fucking jail. 
<laughs> so I wrote in my notes G A O L. So I would so I would tell that story about how I didn't know what that was for thirty I minutes. Appreciate. Well, I mean, I didn't obviously know what that was either. You could see like the dead eyes. Yeah, you were, I, like, I like, you were looking around like what? Yeah, I was what? I was trying to. I was like, I don't want to say it out loud because I'm gonna look like a fucking idiot. But like, what does that? Oh, I'm so glad no one was home when I was pronouncing it out loud because I was like. Am I am I having a stroke? Why do I not know what this word is? I've never seen it before. Okay, so Australia spells jail. Yeah. G A O L. Is that like the traditional English way of probably? Because like they also like in England they also spell tires T Y E R S. Oh, disgusting. Which uh, really confused me the first time I went. I was like, what the fuck is that? Well, fish and chips. That's delicious. Don't chips, right? Yes. It's not chips. It's French fries. Correct. No, I, I love fish. No, 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 no,
uh, Nurse Carrie fixes her icy gaze upon people because she doesn't want people to figure out what happens in her wing. I don't like that. What does she do? So in one one story I got, she was not good. And then in another one, it was like, oh, she cared so much for her patients. So it kind of depends on who you ask until you actually go there yourself. I'm not sure. <laughs> so it's also said that there are disembodied clicks of a woman's of a woman's high heel no and the soft voice of a woman can be heard that is said to be her i don't like that i don't like the shoe thing you don't like that no no okay apparently there's a bridge okay from i guess the the either from the main asylum building to the men's ward or from the women's ward i didn't i didn't quite catch what what, but there's a bridge somewhere and it's also called the suicide walk i hate that Reports of firm <sighs> hands take a hold of anyone who tries to walk this bridge. Bitch, don't touch me. The men's ward is the most active where the shoving and biting is most felt. I don't want to get bit. Plus, black masses and shadows are most seen here. I don't like that. So, like, the pinching and poking is fine. I don't want to get fucking bit. bit. Yeah, you'll get bit. No. Don't bite me. Don't the, put your face on me. No. <laughs> Don't come at me with the teefies. No. So the superintendent's office. The superintendent's office. Visitors who come into this room will pour experiencing an overwhelmingly foul taste in their mouths. Ew. Followed by a violent wave of nausea. Well, I mean, yeah, really bad taste would make me want to throw up. The superintendent who was here in this office killed himself using prusic, prusic acid? Some for- form of acid. Apparently, that's a thing. Oh, kill themselves. Oh, that so, makes sense so, because most most acids are very bitter. Is I that think, a thing? I mean, I, I don't go around thing. eating acid. So chemists, is that correct? Chemists. <laughs> I, I called upon. <laughs> is that the thing to tell me? No. So another spirit that's also said to be in this asylum is old Margaret. Okay. She was a patient at the asylum most of her life, and the only reason why she was able to leave the asylum mm. is because it was shut down. Right. That is the only reason why she got the leave okay it is said that her spirit still remains because she has not known any other home oh so she has returned and sometimes she can be seen around around the uh asylum that's really sad that's really really sad so back to the j ward so we're going back to the criminally insane okay the three men that were hung during the operation of the jail were buried unceremoniously in the exercise area that's fucking rude so apparently just in that time frame in that area you were not given a christian burial if you murdered somebody yeah they wanted your spirit to not rest right there are no markings of where these Mm -hmm. men were buried just three small scratches that are carved in the prison walls or the only thing that symbolize their deaths what the fuck i don't i don't know what wall i don't know who put those there but apparently there are three scratches apparently another inmate was just like all right another dead one all right another one and just scratches on the wall which is your favorite i know I don't like that. The bodies have been said to be been buried vertically, like I said, so that oh. they can never rest. No. Also yep. so they can like not be found well. That's true, yeah. I don't like that. No, I don't like it either. Uh they are rumored to haunt the exercise yard because yeah. their bodies were not laid to rest. That makes total so, sense. I guess seeing them walking around you'll you'll see a full body apparition walking around the, the exercise yard. I mean, the you J-ward. can't play baseball if I can't sleep. Inside of the actual jail. 
It is very common, again, for visitors to be shoved or bitten by unseen voices. Stop with the fucking biting, man. (laughs) Disembodied screams of terror are heard throughout the jail. Ticking clocks can be heard when there are no clocks in the jail. Okay, that's another sound that I didn't intrinsically know I hated until you said it. And now I'm like, no, fuck that. You didn't know you hated it. Until you said it. Until I said it. I don't like it. Biting and ticking. I don't like either one. You don't like the ticking of the tocks? No, the TikTok clocks. I don't like them. (laughs) I like him, man. So yes, it's 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 wild. Camera <laughs> camera equipment are constantly drained when people try to do investigations because they yeah. allow they allow um, not now because pandemic they right. kind of closed it so you can actually go when this is this ship hole is over with you can go there Woo. and um, they used to allow sleepovers and <gasps> I have a story about that. I want to do a sleepover in Eastern State with you. I want to record a podcast in Eastern State. We'll talk about it. Okay. I'll call them to see if it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Jesus. The the draining of the camera equipment, the camera and any other electronic equipment is also consistent in the asylum, just okay. anywhere throughout. Is That's just a hot thing. So in, in the cell of a notorious prisoner, Gary Webb, if you go into his cell, people are very often told to get out very loudly no equipment needed gross webb was very insane he was yeah. he was said to have mutilated his body over 70 times what the fuck oh yeah sir in the other cells of the ward they have intense feelings that affect the people yeah bad uh nausea terror anxiety depression and even trance like states yeah. are reported usually the feeling doesn't go away until the person actually leaves the building jesus so it's it's pretty intense in the ward, J Ward, the old jail, yeah. there's an underground kitchen. <gasps> you know I like stuff underground. <laughs> what? I like underground stuff. Do Tell you? me about it. Yeah, because I feel like the ground makes things like this the sense of oppression that you feel just being underground yeah? makes it scarier. Tell me about the underground kitchen. You're you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> weird fuck you okay so a spirit of a young boy named Stuart is said to have haunted these areas oh no Stuart it is not said who what when where how why this boy came from but boy there boy there boy in in kitchen no idea why no idea why and no other nothing else is ever said about it so that's so sad the governor's this room is what I was uh, what I was referring to (gasps) the governor's bathroom is the most haunted area of the jail cell so instead of wardens how we have here in the states they have governors right yeah so staff members will flat out refuse to go into the governor's bathroom what the fuck yeah an evil presence is sensed by all coming from within Mm -hmm. just anybody who's like comes to that area that's like the fuck i think not in that bathroom it was rumored that one prisoner was murdered and dismembered in the bath by a demonic force by a demonic force demonic or by force. the governor himself? It said by a demonic force. Maybe. So maybe the governor was a demonic force. Yeah, I, I was don't about know. to say, maybe the governor was possessed by a demonic force. Maybe. The governor's there might have been bad people. Regardless, mm. I don't like it. Don't know. So. Dismembered. Governor Fidemont. In the bathtub. Was walking down the staircase to go to the basement kitchen, the underground uh-huh. kitchen. That's your favorite. Yeah. He had a massive heart attack and died Aww. near the bottom of the foot, bottom of Near the foot of the staircase. There we the go. foot of the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard. Same. So people touring the place, to, touring the place will often hear mm. footsteps going up and down yeah. the staircase. One one official tour guide of the mm-hmm. asylum 
was giving a tour in this area and he had his people down in the in the in the basement kitchen and he said that he kept hearing footsteps on the staircase and he thought he had accidentally left a person Somebody, behind yeah. so he called out like who's there like yeah come to, like we're down here like, yeah, like da, 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 da. whatever and nothing so he went back to the staircase and there was no one there nobody was on the stairs nobody was there so I like that and, uh, and it was it was made note that there was um a specific sounding mm. boot Okay. On the staircase, so it wasn't like a like a shoe. Like it was so audible and noticeable that it was it was said that a boot was on the staircase. Well, I mean, yeah, the tread on a boot versus a sneaker are much different. Yes. So in Australia, there, yeah. there's no like American. I couldn't find any American TV shows that went there, but there's okay. an Australian paranormal society that mm-hmm. did a three day investigation while the asylum allowed for sleepovers. That's cool. So. And they all went there, and it's and the woman who was writing it. She is apparently a medium, mm-hmm. so she said that she could see spirits. She heard spirits, like they would come to her while she was sleeping. Yeah. So it was just wild, right? Like zero to a thousand. Zero to a thousand. It, it was pretty nuts. So even during the day, the team reported hearing screams in the asylum. One of the tour guides went and spent the night in one of the cells, and the door was left open. So this this woman who's mm. in charge of the uh, Australian Paranormal Society, she interviewed one of the tour guides to get a story. And this is what the tour guide said, that he had slept in one of the cells yeah. that night. Door open. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was taunting the ghosts, trying to get them to do anything, saying, slam on the wall, slam the slam the cell doors, like, scream for me, like, slap the wall, like, do right. something, and nothing. The whole, like, for hours he went on and was, like, trying to get somebody to do yeah. something, and nothing would happen. The dude gave up, went to sleep, in the cell. Cell okay. door open. I hate that. He has the keys. What, he, what he's a, a tour guide. sociopath goes to sleep in a cell? This guy. So... <laughs> This is guy, he okay? I don't know. The Who next morning, the <laughs> next morning, I don't fucking know. So, the cell door was not only closed uh-huh. but locked. Cool. So he was the only one in that Ooh. building. I don't and, like that. That one actually gave me a little spooky. Chills. And he was the only one with the keys. And when he got up to check his jacket pocket to see if the keys were there, uh-huh. they were still there. Gross. There was no one else to be in that in that. Gross. And of course, like you hear a jail cell door shut and then locked you're gonna wake up right that's so loud nope it just it was locked so that was fun so the team did an experiment with nurse carrie okay uh she answered a lot of their questions and she would she in fact did return to the asylum she did not die in the asylum she died somewhere else but it was said in the experience that she did acknowledge that she returned to the asylum after death to take mm-hmm. care of the patients. She admitted that she did not like men in her wing. Okay. Yeah. And she she was there. Like it, they had a full blown conversation. It, it, they said that yeah. they were was more interaction. But damn, they did they did that. Shortly after they had they were in the woman's wing. Right. Yeah. Shortly after that, the team and a few others witnessed a spirit of a woman in a patient's gown walking in front of several mirror uh, windows, several windows. I hate that. So you could see her apparition walking and it was pretty apparently uh, distinctive and could be seen. No, thank you. This was wild. I have never heard of this before <gasps> in me. anything and even watching Ghost Adventures. The team reported doppelganger ghosts in the asylum. That is my favorite fucking theory ever no fuck Bro, no we could talk about that for no shit like six hours no i, I don't love want that well we'll talk about it for six Ooh. hours in another episode fuck right the fuck off so apparently it 
it impersonated the woman writing the story yeah. and another dude. Yes. So she said it was all in the men's ward. So apparently it said that um, the one of the spirits impersonating her was saying that another member needed help. Yes, that's what they do what to the lure f- you away to get you by yourself. I think the fuck not. And then another instance where the guy being impersonated, mm-hmm. the spirit was yelling out he needed help. Yep. And they said it, it sounded just yep. like their voices. It will sound like it. And like on the off chance you see them, they look the fucking same. No. Like doppelganger stories are wild, I don't, man. I don't think so. Holy shit. I love that. That was the I first. I love that stuff. No, that was the first oh, time I read that. Then like astral projections. Like shit, I could talk about that all day. Like <laughs> let's go. Woo. So where I said in the men's ward where there was throwing, biting, mm-hmm. this team bite me. experienced that. And mm-hmm. apparently they had like a full on session in the men's ward where mm-hmm. they were actually kind of like low key going toe to toe with yeah. this bad entity in the men's ward. And Jesus. it said that one person got thrown. No. Yes. And they, it, she said that they got it on video, but I couldn't find any of the, I think you had to buy. You have to pay for my pay, video. Pay for the video. Of me tripping. It. And I was like, nah. So uh, oh. they, they had a full on like getting bit clawed, thrown in the men's ward and they were having uh, one guy said that he got so kind of like partially possessed like he got Mm -hmm. a little bit too wound up and he froze and they had to carry him out until like and they did like kind of like a heal like a like a like a blessing session on him and he was just kind of like i'm done well see here's the good thing if we ever do go into these places i'm a fucking pastor bro like i'll just bless us we're gonna be fine don't worry about it. I keep it. forgetting that. Like, yeah. I'm just going to hand in my water bottle, but bless this right <laughs> it's now. It's fine. Don't worry about uh, it. I'll bring the oil. Don't worry. Like, it's fine. Yeah. So, that's a thing. The, I will admit, I didn't write this down on my notes, but I can, I remember it because I just did it before you got here. So, the woman, like I said, writing this was a medium. Mm-hmm. She said that she had a specific interaction with, I think she's Marie. The Marie, she said that she, um, had during the three days that she was there, she kept having interactions with a spirit there named Marie. Okay. Something that was not mentioned in the history is that the morgue of the asylum has a peppercorn tree oh. outside of the morgue to mask the smell oh. of death. That makes sense. So she spent a lot of time in the morgue doing a lot of stuff. And she said there was also a bad entity in the yeah. morgue. So she said a Marie kept um, bringing her back to the mm-hmm. morgue. And then she would have conversations with Marie and other spirits and that. And so mm-hmm. that was wild. That's just crazy. She said she also had an out-of-body out of experience while she slept. Yeah. Marie came to her in her sleep uh-huh. and got her... And, and brought her back to the morgue and her sleep. Protection. Yeah. Wild. That's dangerous. It is, because you left your fucking body open with no Ooh. spirit in it. So, that is Aridale Lunatic Asylum. That was fucking cool. Yeah. My favorite part was the thing, the scary things, the doppelgangers. The doppelgangers? Yeah. I really like doppelganger stories, I've... just because it's not something that, like, you hear all the time. No. So, I think that's why I like it so much, because I'm like, oh shit, that's crazy. So. Yep wild we're gonna we'll have to delve into that because that was yes please not my jam not okay yeah that or like sleep paralysis or astral projection like stuff like that i'm like (gasps) tell me (gasps) things that and like aliens and all the things oh i'm so excited this is great that was actually really good this actually turned out to be a pretty good episode ah that was really good we we both were like no this is gonna suck (laughs) it was good it was good so that is happy 10th episode the fuck double digits yes here we are we're we're doing it we're doing the thing so 
people, are people still here? People? Are they still like yeah. listening? Yeah. Hey, thanks, y'all. Thanks. Appreciate it. What the fuck? Hi. So if you want to see what we're up to, check yeah. out what we're doing. You can check out our website at www.hauntherbarelyknowher.com. And you can follow us on our Instagram and Twitter accounts. I'm operating the Instagram. Zoe's doing the Twitter. So What's don't, don't Come join me on Twitter. Don't follow her on Twitter. Fuck off. Follow me on Instagram. No, Twitter. Fuck Twitter. Twitter, my man. Our handle is H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. Yes. It's it's the acronym of our name. Ha uh-huh. ha. Podcast. How original. Both on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. And if you want to support us and you like what we do, you can uh, sign up for our Patreon at yes. patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. We are right now in the giving process. shout outs as of, well as I'm now. Oh, We're okay. giving the shout outs. That's right this moment. If you subscribe to us and give us a little, give us a little, yeah. five, little five dollars would be really nice. It helps us get more equipment and it helps us buy stuff because we in the future want to do yes. giveaways. So we're yes, planning we do. on doing more tiers. Yes. We do want to give giveaways. We want to give um, little, little grab bags of like stickers, pins. I'm, stuff. I'm working on a few other things in the shadows that Zoe doesn't yeah. know about. Ooh. Ooh. We got some things going. Ooh. Trying to work out, figure out, do some stuff. We're figuring out logistics. We're going to yeah. do more. So just bear with us. Yeah. Also, if you guys have a specific story that you want to hear, oh, yeah. if you go to our website, we actually have a tab that you can suggest stories to us. And, you know, we'll read through it. And if we like it, feel like there's enough meat to it, we'll do it. So And we'll give you a shout out for it. Yeah. We will definitely, if you put in your name, whatever you put, even if it's Icy Wiener, we yeah. will give you that shout out. We'll still do it. Please suggest, fine. suggest a topic. We want to we wanna do what you guys want to hear. So Agreed. With that, haunt her. I barely know her.